0: the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Ryan Carruthers. Ryan, you are the founder CEO of themembershipmastery.com on the web. At, well, I just said it, themembershipmastery.com. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I cannot
1: wait to see what you have in store for me today. It's going to be a wild ride, I hope.
0: We are in the thick of it. So what does, and I think we can make some assumptions based on the title, uh, but I'll let you tell us what is the Membership Mastery. So the Membership
1: Mastery is a website. It's a membership Uh, It consists of a podcast and a membership. And the whole goal of that is to like 10X your membership. So if you have a membership business online, I can 10X your membership with my podcast and my training in my membership. Wow. Okay. Well, what are the basic
0: tenets? Like, how do you do that?
1: Well, that is a very, very good question. I simplify everything for you. So a lot of the times people will come to me and I will, And everybody who signs up, with me, they get a personalized plan from me where I look at what they're doing and give them some real objective, actionable steps that they can do. Most of the time people are, they say things like, okay, well, I'm on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I've got a podcast and I'm I'm like, oh my God, you've got all of these different things. Firstly, where does your audience hang out? Mm. So Basically what I do then is break it down into an audience build. So we find out where your audience is hanging out and what their content that they want to consume is. And then we create that and put it on the platform that's native to them. Then we work on your offer. So how to make your offer that good that people are either broke or just stupid to not (laughs) do business with you. Yeah, and then from there it's like, okay, now how do we sell that offer repeatedly, and how do we get people staying inside mm. of your membership? Yeah, a very very simple process. I'm a proper bloke like that. I want simple. I want easy. I want to the point, which is exactly what I am like. I do that all the time. Sometimes you know, I will be in a restaurant or I'll be out with my wife, and someone will ask me a question, and she just looks at me as I'm responding, and I'm thinking. Oh, I've been way too blunt. I've been way to the point, haven't I? But that is the only way I know how to be. Yeah. I just get to it, boom, 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 do this, do that, get results. Crack on.
0: Ryan, this is really cool. And I like your website because you go into a lot of great content and you ask, uh, you answer some really good questions here. Um you know, about, you know, the offer and and that sort of thing. So if you don't mind, if if we could do a little little bit of a live lab on this. So currently, I I think it's very fortuitous that we're chatting right now. So um, currently, like as a consultancy, um, we've charged very big ticket You know, we're very, our results are like, we're really, really good at getting results um, with our client. That said, it's been high ticket, it's been very exclusive on who we can work with, like they, they just have to meet so many different levels of different things. Um, I have not really had anything that I can sell to you know, roughly 80% of the business owner market, but I need to, because I'd like to, I mean, right now, I just kind of give away that content for free. Um, But, but I'd like to take maybe a version of what we're doing and, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but looking at your website, it looks as though when we're talking about memberships, we're not talking about thousand, 2000, $3,000 a month type memberships. We're talking much lower cost Tell me about the advantage of having a product at that price point.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're completely right. It's not the $2,000, the $1,000 a month. It can lead to that once you've yeah. got everything set up. But the advantage is that you just get that recurring revenue for your audience. So exactly like you've said, that You serve maybe like the 100% of people that engage with your content. You can only really serve 20% of them, right? They're your target market. So we're not talking about the whole like, oh, well, everybody is my customer. We've niched down into your target market, but then we've gone from there. Only a small percentage can pay the high ticket. But with a membership, you can actually, and there's two really good advantages to this. You can take 80% of the audience and you can get them a result. So they can actually pay you and you can get recurring revenue from that. And you can really change their lives. Like one of my members inside of my membership, she came to me and she'd been part of another membership before. And this was to get her business to, I think it was like a thousand dollars a month. Okay. She came to me and she's like, I really need to make this membership work because I have an autistic son and I have to pay for his school fees. Can you help me? I was like, yeah, I can help you. I can get you marketing better. Effectively, I become your in-house marketing team. That lady now has a system and a proper repeatable system to be able to get results in her membership she messaged me she is doing a workshop at the minute before she even hit play on her video to go live to do the workshop she sold four memberships huge for her that's more than she's ever sold And she's like, but more importantly, she's like, Ryan, I have a system. The system that you're teaching works. So she can serve a big chunk of her audience and she can get towards her monetary goal. But the second thing is as well, if you do offer a high ticket service, sometimes those clients that you get are just absolute nightmares. They are absolute nightmares. Surely it's better to fish from your own pond. So- for example, you have a membership with 100 people in it. You've closed your high ticket because your the money that you were making from high ticket, you've now replaced with your membership. You can then go to your membership, people who've already paid you money, who've already been through your system, who you know, they like you and trust you and you can go, "Hey guys, I've got two spaces available for my high ticket. Who wants in?" You're creating your own market. So you're reducing your costs, you're reducing all of those issues like high ticket when you're filling out like call forms and then people aren't showing up or they are showing up and they haven't, you've specifically said you have to be at this level and they've ignored that. And that's a waste Mm -hmm. of your time. You can eradicate all of that with a membership. So, I mean, I love them. I'm going to geek out and (laughs) wax lyrical about memberships.
0: Yeah, so uh, fun fact. Uh, I, I am a big believer in in, in what you're talking about. In fact, so Savings Angel was uh, my other company. It was a twenty dollar a month membership. We did well more than six million dollars in those twenty dollar a month memberships. You know, it's that's definitely a you know massive volume there. Um, you know, but when we got to the point where there was you know over six thousand members, um, you just do the math on six thousand times twenty dollars. That's a good gig. That was over, you know, six-figure months. So, um, yeah. So, Ryan, one question I have: How do we know whether to say, "Well, look, I'm going to charge," you know, and 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 sometimes I think it's maybe it's just a mathematical question. Really, it's the market is going to let us know. But how do we know to should we charge? I'm going to just charge two payments of nine ninety seven versus I'm going to charge one ninety nine a month. Like how do we know whether to go for the long play, the long haul, or get all the money up front? That that comes down a little bit to personal preference
1: and market as well. So if you want to get more up front, then for me that becomes more of like a a course type thing. There's like a real result attached to that. People,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like an actual timeline to that. So if I'm gonna charge you 997, what is the parameter for that? When am I getting a result? When am I giving you the result, et cetera? So am I teaching you to 10X your membership in 10 months? Well, then it's nine I'm committed for 10 months. Whereas where you're charging monthly, the lifetime value could be much longer than the 10-month period. So you're going to have to test that with your market 100% to see what they're willing to pay as well. But for me, it's just I want to make it easy to get people in, if I'm charging 997 as well for my market, I've got to do a lot more. And this is like, my copy's got to be bang on. And this is what a lot of my members struggle with. They aren't in the niche of like make money online, etc. You know, I have people who teach people how to get better on Etsy, which is away from the like marketing-y type world. Mm-hmm. I have a lady who has a membership. She teaches people how to do a triathlon. So a lot of the people in memberships have a niche skill. They're not marketers. So trying Mm. to teach them to sell higher ticket in one go is a lot harder. They have a lot more mental barriers, and mental blocks to get over. So for me, it's like, let's just make it easy. Like we can extend your customer lifetime value. You can get lots and lots and lots of people in. So if you want to charge nine, nine, seven, you can It's totally fine. You just have to make sure that you answer all of those internal questions that your audience is having. So, what's new and unique about this? Why does it benefit me? What's sexy about it? Why is it better than the competition? Why should I trust Ryan? Why would I give him 997? And 997 upfront is a lot harder to sell, in my view, than 197, one off, like monthly payment. They can cancel any time. Just think about the conversation that goes on in their heads. If they have to ask their partner for $997 or $197, test it for a month, see how they get on, you could always do a reduced month, et cetera. It's so much easier. There's more friction at 997. And the audience that I serve with their membership, it would be a much harder sell
0: at at selling programs at 997. How do you keep people in the membership? Because I think I've seen some numbers in terms of like you know, for continuity programs, you know, maybe the average is like four and a half months for savings angel. I think for us, it was, I think for the, you know, on that $20 membership, I think if we ran the numbers, the average length, you know, some people get in one month out, you know, they didn't get it. They didn't like whatever Um, other people in forever, but I think it averaged, averaged about five months of, of renewals. And so I think that factors into you know, do you charge the big upfront or do you go for the continuity is like, well, what's the average length of time that people are gonna stay in? I think that's number one factor. This number two factor is, you know, why a small monthly suited us better for savings angel. Number one, it was more of a consumer market. Number two is that you have to bring the goods month after month after, there has to be new value that you provide each month. So if someone gets in absorbs all the stuff and then, cause I'm that kind of a consumer <laughs> when I join something, I'm going to like hyper consume everything in the first week. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm going to be like, well, there's, I've, done everything. There's nothing else to do. So I I have many questions, I think kind of wrapped into what I just said. I'll let you take that wherever you want.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I knew, do you know what? Just chatting to you on this podcast for like 20 minutes, I could see from your personality, the type of person that you would be like dive in, get in, get stuck in. I think the first thing is I've actually gone in and tested this. Um, so I have run a membership for over 10 years separate to the membership mastery, which I think puts me in a really strong position. It's in a totally different niche. It's not teaching people how to do a membership. So, you know, you get those fake gurus that have like done a course and now they're like, instead of actually doing what I've learned, I'm just going to teach people a rehash of what I've learned. That's not me. I've done it. One of the things that I did in that membership, I know that my retention is like 12 months in that membership so I worked out the um, average amount that I made over that time because I wanted to test exactly what you said. What's the difference trying to get the money upfront in terms of getting the money monthly? Now, what I found was trying to get the money upfront was a lot harder. I didn't sell as many, so if I actually lost money by doing that because it was like it was the market, it was so much, it was difficult to do. It just it was a consumer market; it was difficult to do, even though. Those people stayed and paid me the exact same amount of money. They paid it over a period of time. So they paid that over a period of time. It was easier. It softened the blow. Okay. So trying to get it up front was a lot harder. Now, moving on to the retention, it all comes down to you and your, your market and knowing them. So I'll give you three questions which changed my life. And you ask these in your membership. You ask these of your program. You ask these to your clients. This These three questions literally changed my life. You can post in your community, what's the one thing that I took, if I took away, you'd miss the most? What's the one thing you'd miss the least? What do you want more of? You are building your community
0: based on what they want. We were spending wow, so- I few- like that. Can you repeat that? So so you asked this question of all your members, right? And, and yep. can you ask those again? That was so good. Yeah. So what's one thing if I took away, you'd miss the most? What's one thing
1: you'd miss the least? And what's one thing you want and what you want more of? Because- as a, as a membership site owner, I, I'm i just a guardian of that membership. I go in the direction in which they want me to take the community. So if I listen to them, and I'm going to put like a big caveat out there now to anybody listening, if you do that, if you ask those questions, you have to do what I'm going to tell you next. You have to do what I tell you next, okay? You have to personally respond to everybody who responded to that post or emailed you back, You have to round up all of that information. You have to email everybody and tell them what you are going to do with that information because so many people do not do this. Yes, this might be unscalable, but this built me a ridiculous business, like ridiculous. If you don't give people the time of day to tell them what you're going to do with the information they've just given you, they ain't going to help you next time they're not going to do it. They're going to go, Ryan, nothing ever changes around here. How many people work in an office or have worked in an office, have told their manager time and time and time and time again about something and nothing ever changes? And they use the phrase, that's just how it is around here. That is. There's a couple of reasons why people leave a membership. One is overwhelmed. There's too much content in there, but that usually, if you've got a longer uh, average lifetime value, then that's not the issue. The other one is nothing changes. But by asking these questions, you put the emphasis on the community. And then what happened for me when I asked these questions, we were putting so much time and effort into energy into one section of the membership. It turned out nobody used it. They said that they, would, they wouldn't they would miss that. So all that time and effort and energy we were spending and money into that one resource, mm. gone. Now, but then most people go, oh, well, what are you going to do next? Well, I've just got 600 people who have told
0: me what they want more of. So yeah, can I tell you one thing, too, on that, Ryan, that you're so right is if the owner of this company stop pretending that you're smarter than your community, you're not. They will. The market will always tell you what they want to buy and your community is again if you have that relationship of trust that's one thing we learned with savings angel when i just went through forward with my arrogance thinking oh well i'm brilliant and i know what the market wants before they do oh no you don't <laughs> you might think you do but that's that's a fool's errand and and that's one painful lesson that i learned a few times yep and you know what how many times do people spend
1: so much time and energy building something they think their community wants, and then they put it out there. Nobody uses it or nobody buys it. It's like, why don't you just build it with your community in mind? Like ask them, get them involved in it. Like, oh, I've yeah, it's just crazy. I've just spent the last two years building software in my other community because that's what they wanted. Two years of building software, time, effort, energy, resource, We're about to release it. The buzz in my community is ridiculous because of it. People stuck around all the way through those two years, even though I said it's going to take years to build this, but they wanted to be involved. They wanted to chip in every month and say, so you can use those questions, but you can also make your community fun. It's like your community is fun. So what can you do to make it fun? What are people interested in? You can host social events inside, like just do them on Zoom. If you're all over the world, just do it like that. Plan your content out as well for the next few months. Theme your months if your community is around whatever it may be. So if we use the example of one of my communities, teaching people how to do their first Ironman right? Well, there's three events on an Ironman. You've got swim, you've got a cycle, and you've got a run. So you could break those down into three different sections. So this month's all about swimming. The next month's all about running. Um, the one after is all about cycling. So we're going to do challenges to get you better at swimming because you want the goal to run your best ever Ironman. So if you theme the months around goals that people want, guess what? They're going to stick around and you can tell them. Like, how many people have stuck around with like Disney Plus, Netflix,
0: all sure. of those shows? Because... Make it fun! I love it.
1: Yeah, because I absolutely happens? love it, Ryan.
0: That's so great. Listen, I, I, we just have a couple minutes left. I do, I, I, I want to talk about your membership. Um, so right now, so you can go to. There's several ways that that folks can engage with you. You've got a workshop. You've got a podcast. Um, what's the What's the name of the podcast? So the podcast is just called the Membership Mastery the membership mastery. So search that in your podcast player, you go to Ryan's website, the membershipmastery.com You have a, is that a free workshop there? Yeah. So if you
1: download that workshop, it will basically teach you how it'll give you a Trello board on how to use a challenge to get more people in your membership. And then as a mm. bonus inside of the emails that I send you, I give you a video every day telling you everything that you need to do. And I break it down into days, exactly what you need to do on that day. And I just send you a little video for five days showing you how to do that. And somebody, one of my members did that, that very training. And she did her first $14,000 a month off those videos that I give you.
0: For- Isn't that exciting, man? What, oh, how cool so, so. is that? And, and you're know, Ryan from your perspective to, to help create that change, just, Scott it feels so good for oh, someone that's season. like, listen, I I am more than anything, like I need a couple thousand dollars a month so that I can leave this job that I hate and I could spend more time with my kids. And uh that's that's just powerful. All right. So, Ryan, um, your website, themembershipmastery.com. Ryan, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, I, I man, I could talk a lot more with you about this. Um, and, and so it's been very exciting. Thank you, Ryan. please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.